Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode. Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. If you could go back in time, what would you change? Would the universe let you make a change? If our future is predetermined, then nothing you can do will change it. If it's open to influence, then anything you do might just change everything. Whatever you decide, just make sure it's an excellent adventure. We are on episode five out of five of our time travels, time travels, of our time travel mini-series. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey, say it, say it. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. (laughs) Thank you. We're talking Bill and Tegs. Te- Tegs? Sorry, I'm going to have to do that again. I have to do it again. <laughs> we are on episode five out of five of our time travel miniseries, Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey. And this week, we're talking Bill and Ted's excellent adventures. <laughs> Did you have to pause to check the title adventure? of the movie? Adventure. <laughs> I, adventure. I know. I fucked it. But let's keep going. Anyways. <laughs> I love how we haven't acknowledged as well. It's like, it's five out of five, but really it's seven out of seven. We didn't think that one through. Sure. But yeah, we, we did two bonuses for this uh, because of the Christmas period. So anyway, um, Bill and Ted are just a couple of dudes who love music. But Daddy Ted has decided military school is the only way forward for his wayward son. It all rests on this one history project. If Ted fails, then the band breaks up and Ted gets shipped off. If they pass, apparently everything will be okay and the entire future of society will be shaped by Bill and Ted's bodaciousness. Luckily, Rufus has a handy telephone box that will let our heroes present the best history project of all time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love this movie so much. This movie is so good it is so funny and so good i watched it or like twice leading up to this i I haven't seen it it in so long that like when i watched it honestly there was a part of me that was just like what 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 is this it's been so long since i've seen it that i was just like because we've watched so many time travel movies just the complete and utter randomness of this one at the end where you're like oh my god this is completely bonkers i love it it's nuts and amazing (laughs) and it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier and so funny yeah it's so funny it's such a where do i begin it's such a teen movie as well it's such a classic kind of that time period like 80s 90s you know high school kids movie vibe like Mm. it's just Mm -hmm. like it's all about this history project which is just hilarious this entire time travel movie is just about their history project (laughs) when i watched it on disney plus whenever it was on and it says the rating at the beginning, it says it rate, it's rated whatever. And it says sexual illusions. That's what it said. You know, what's the sexual illusions? 69. That's what it is. It's that, that's where the rating comes from because they allude to sex oh with 69. God. And it's really funny to me because that is where my son is at, like with his friends. They just go on about, they go, 69, bro. They're 10. <laughs> They all know 69 is something bad and naughty, but they, and they just say it like when I took him to get his bike lock and I was like, all right, now you have to pick a combination. He was like, how about 69, 69? 
I could just that like super it. awkward moment for you of just kind of being like, Raph, do, do you do you know what it means? Yeah, and, and then like in the bike shop. No, he goes 69, 69. By the way, mum, what is 69? Ah. <laughs> and now he's on 420. He's like, he, he knows 420 is also a swear word, but he doesn't know what it means. Oh and I was like, God. it's smoking time. He's like, no, you're a liar. I was like, 420 is about smoking time. <laughs> it's the time in the day where you smoke. I feel like you need to have like a little journal of all these moments so that when he's older, you can just be like, hey, do you remember when you wanted to set your bike lock to 69 and you asked me what it meant? <laughs> do you know now? It's a, it's so funny. I did, I ended up told him, I was like, look, it's, it's a sex thing. He's like, yeah. oh, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> anyway, sexual illusions. Oh, amazing. Classic. Uh, so. Randomly, I know it's not what we're talking about now, but have you seen the the recent one? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's so fun. Okay. It's just so nice to look, and it's just like, oh, it's beautiful. You should watch it. Um. Anyway, speaking of cast, or is there anything else you want to talk about the movie before we talk about the cast? Nope. Okay, well then, Keanu, come on. He's so adorable. Yeah. It's interesting when you look back at these sorts of movies that that was like the beginning and you're trying to see. I just want to look objectively and be like, is this a star? Like, do I see yeah. it there? What is it about this guy? What do you think? Do you think that you can see? Well, what is his appeal? Because he's not like the best actor ever, obviously. I don't. I think. So I was thinking about this and I was like, um, I think it's something to do with their their like purity or their innocence. Like, yeah. there is something really about, like, like Alex Winter is great as well. Don't get me wrong. But there is definitely something about Keanu. Maybe just, he just looks like, there's just a sweetness about the Ted character. Yeah. And, Do you yeah. know? He's like an openness. Yeah. There's something very open about him. And it was just like, I think people yeah. just kind of fell in love with this, this little, this like, two bros who are not toxic who are like cool and mm. happy and you know they're friends and they they just want to be excellent to people and I don't know that I feel like I would watch this movie and think oh Keanu Reeves is going to be a huge star off the back of it or you know have any thoughts about what will happen to Alex Winter off the back of it but I just think it's so to me it's so separate it's so separate from anything else he's done hmm but I love it yeah no the me- yeah I- they're, they're sincere they're not they're also not mean to the teachers yes. they're not mean like they're just they are sincere and it's very it's like it's very sweet watching them just sort of you know be not very smart and not very good at stuff but it's sweet and they're not malicious yeah um is there anyone else you want to talk about in the cast or anything else you want to say about alex winter or keanu no i just want to talk about george carlin yeah who's who's completely t- takes himself completely seriously he does it with a completely straight face. Yeah. And I just appreciate that a lot. I love it, especially when you go to like the, just when you know, like what the whole future is. It's just like, how is this dude? Like, how does he play it so straight? Like, it's just so mad. The whole story is so mad. And he's just so genuine in it. And you're just like, what is happening in your yeah. phone box? Come on. <laughs> All right. So shall we talk about the time travel story then? 
Yeah, so I just want to check the settings of my mic, just All making right. sure. Yes, let's talk about the time travel story. So, uh, yeah, okay, so, I mean, it's it's not that much. It's um, the they're going to fail their history project, but for some reason, the future depends <laughs> on Ted and Bill. Um, I'm going to say that again because it's really wrong to say it that way around. Yeah, you should be ashamed. <laughs> for some reason, the future depends on Bill and Ted. Bill um, and Ted, thank you. <laughs> But, like, why is the future always three people high up in a big, like, metallic-looking chamber with ropes? <laughs> well, I have theories on that. All right, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, the whole the whole thing is literally just the, yeah, they, they have to pass their history project because they have to, I guess, stay in school and stay together. They have to stay together so that they can do the band because that's going to have a big importance on the future. And the only way they can stay together is they have to... St- past their history project so the only <laughs> logical thing to do is to time travel throughout history and pick up historical figures to help you put on a play <laughs> for your classmates basically yeah so yeah leading to the just one of the greatest montages ever of just time traveling and grabbing people <laughs> and them all just being in the box and being like whoa whoa and they're all like flying out of the box and all being okay with going as well <laughs> yeah like la- but they lasso sigmund freud and he reaches out to joan of arc and then what did i say genghis khan reaching for abraham lincoln just that the whole the whole sequence yeah. is so funny how do you genghis feel khan. about our whole time travel story um the time travel story, I think it gets crazy at the end. Like, so you go, so the whole thing is like, cool, we're going to pick people up and, and we're going to ask them, like, we'll bring them back and to modern day Pasadena, wherever they are. And they'll go, what do you think of modern day California? And then and that'll be the project, right? Like solid plan. And then I guess we'll return them back. And, you know, and, and the way that they don't in any way impact the past, like they don't even go there. Yeah, They're not bothered. Like they, they, there's no, they don't impact big events. They don't even, uh, like, you get the sense that the world is a very big place and the universe and the time is very long and these two people turning up randomly for a bit, like, just doesn't impact anything. And I feel like that's fair and reasonable. Um, You know, they're just at some random person's castle. It it doesn't change anything. Um, And, you know, that's all good, but it goes off at the end. Like, it really uses the time travel genre to, like, get the story finished at the end in a way that I think that that, that we haven't seen in the miniseries yet. Yeah. Where they're like, where's the keys? I'm going to put them. I stole them. I'm going to put them here. I I put them there and then they're here or whatever. I can't even remember. I just have to remember tomorrow to, I just have to remember to get my, when I go back to get my dad's keys and put them here. Yes. Yeah, and, and, then, and, and we know goes, it from the start as well because it's like the dad's missing the keys. So we know it happened. But we're just seeing yes. the sequence of events that leads to that happening. Uh, yeah, it goes, I have to go do it. Otherwise it won't happen. But it already did happen. Hey, it was me that stole my dad's keys. <laughs> yes. uh, something like that. Yeah. And then it's like the keys and then it just goes even crazier when when he's like sneaking in the office and a fax comes and the fax is like the fax is like get to the floor like and it's so fun and silly and 
I love I love that because we we have had all these movies where they deal with time travel and like these big questions and these like serious stuff and this is like just a fun thing. I'm gonna leave my keys there tomorrow. They're here. I can't even. No, I'll it's go perfect, back in time but it's and exact- steal the keys and put them there and yeah. then they're there. It's so fun. It's a romp. It's perfect. It's exactly what it should be because um, yeah, and like just the fact that there's no. There's no faffing around. There's no like, there's no problems with seeing your past selves or anything like that. It's just, you know, like, hey, yeah. if you're really us, what number am I thinking of? Or what number are we thinking? It's just, it's so like, it's just taking that approach where you go like, yeah, of course. And it's like, why wouldn't you do that? Why would you be like, you know, like, oh no, how are we going to do this? And it's like, okay, well, I just have to remember that I've already done, that I have to do this. I just have to remember I've already done it. Cool. There they are. <laughs> I would like a coffee I right just, now. I just have to remember to make sure I have, hey, I have a coffee. Great. <laughs> That's great. I just have to remember. <laughs> remember to take the keys and put them back there, go back in time. Oh, here they are. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so satisfying and so fun. And um, yeah, it was enjoyable. <laughs> It was a good break from all the crazy, serious yeah. time travel shit where they're trying to be like, oh, this multiverse and trying to like make it meaningful and trying to like make it serious and big questions yeah. about existence here. It's like, whoa, cool, dude. <laughs> I, I know I wrote down in my notes, it's totally fucking ridiculous, but it's just good. The only thing that I had Great. though was like at one point though, the timing, the timing of everything makes no fucking sense. Like at the end, they say that they've got no. two hours left, but they still go to the house, yeah. do all the cleaning, go to the mall, lose all the people, go to the baseball field, go to the water park, go to the police yeah. station all, all, and yeah. all within two hours. And it's like, I mean, I know this all is time travel, but... <laughs> yeah. All while the teachers are sitting in the auditorium, they're like, they're next. Oh no, they're next. Oh no, yeah. they're next. <laughs> They're next. They're coming soon. It's soon. It's any minute. And, the, and then, like, <laughs> Beethoven's, like, with the organ. And, yeah, I, I it's, it, they don't even try. They don't uh, even try. But, it, but like, do we it, care? No. That's the whole thing. Nope. I love it. Um, all right. So let's talk about the time travel method. Iconic. Phone box. I love this. <laughs> I love the method. I'm all across it. You want to hear my theory? Yeah. Or have you got a theory? It's wormholes, obviously. Okay. Right? They're they're wormholes that have been constructed by humans, represented by the Time Lords. So when they go to the future, it is just one room. The future is this one room, right? (laughs) But I have a feeling that's the Time Lords in the future. Right. Like, that's the people that are the Time Lords that are managing time travel. Yeah. Time Lords. This is an homage to Doctor Who, clearly. The whole thing. They've con- well, it's a phone box. Yeah, yeah, and they've constructed the wormhole specifically to go to places of interest that you'd want to go yeah. to. Where would you want to go? Here, there, they, they did it. They went and constructed it, and they have it all in a phone book. Hey, like, hey, you want to go to Socrates? Socrates. Socrates. You want to go? <laughs> Sorry, the same Socrates. It's pronounced Socrates. I don't know. It's it's actually really clever but anyway they basically have in the phone book like just press this number like it'll take you by this wormhole which we've already built to go to this place because that's where people tend to want to go it's almost like an amusement park and that's what it is yeah it's like circuits of history is what they say isn't it Mm -hmm. i love that i thought that was really clever 
Like they travel. Who said the circuits of history? Oh, I wrote it down and now I'm like, did somebody say it or did I write down that I thought it was the circuits of history? That it's like just the other, all the connecting lines and they're traveling through all the cables Yeah. whenever they go into it. But like you said, yeah, like wormholes and stuff. It is. I mean, like, let's, let's be real. It is Doctor Who. Like it is absolutely it's Doctor Who. It's Time Lords yeah. and a traveling phone box through time and history. And yeah. like it's, it's a, a res- but it's, it feels like it's a celebration of, um, or an Americanized version of celebrating Doctor Who in some sort of way. But um, it's just, yeah, it's so, it's so, and I love the part where they're trying to fix it. I love the bit where they're trying to fix the antenna of the, because they're like, oh, we can't travel back. We need to, like, there's a bit of circuitry to it. There's a bit of like the, the phone box does something, but it's like a cable car, you know? It's like it's yeah. connected to the wire and it travels along that wire to that line. It's great. Yeah. I love it. It's so cute. Yeah. It's lovely. It's very simple and sweet. Yeah. Do you, but I love I love the way that, I love all the, the the computer imagery. It's just great. Just the wormholes. I just enjoyed it. It was silly. It was like Doctor Who. I haven't watched a lot of Doctor Who. Only the, I only watched the David Tennant Billy Piper season. Oh. That's all I've ever watched. <gasps> okay, I forgive you. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Luckily, we don't do TV shows. <laughs> That um, rabbit hole we cannot go down. <laughs> the is there anything else? Do you have anything? I don't actually have anything else to say about like the time travel method. I'm trying to no. think, or like even just the, the storyline. It's like because it's so simple. It's there's nothing, there's no detail that is required really here. So should we just go straight into best bits? Yeah, right, let's then. go straight into best bits. <laughs> I have too many to count. To okay, I don't have that many actually because I realized like I was so engrossed in watching the movie, I st- I just didn't write down too much. <laughs> so like, okay, let me just say I did like I do have. I mean, we've already talked. We've already talked about two two of mine, and it's um like just a general theme thing with the movie is like just how comfortable they are as these two friends there's no like overt toxic masculinity vibes in it they're two friends they love each other they care about each other they want to stay together they want to have a good time they want to be good to other people you know they just they just have this really lovely positive optimistic outlook on the world and that's just the whole message Mm. of the movie in terms of like a best bit for me yeah be excellent dudes yeah I can just go through my best bits and yep. it'll remind you of all the best bits. <laughs> There's just one which is so funny, which is when they're trying to come up with everyone's fake names. And these are the fake names it comes up with. This is Bob Genghis Khan. <laughs> and this is Dennis Freund. Yes. And this is uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> That's the fake names. Oh, God. Um, the, the look, it's the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> um. But I also I really love there's a lot of fun anachronisms like Billy the Kid with the football in Greece. It's just really, uh, really fun how they do everything anachronistic like that. I love that. Um, this was the line about Socrates. So, go, so, Socrates, it's under Socrates <laughs> in, the, in the phone book. Look under Socrates. <laughs> so I've got one there to do with it that like, I love then as well that they, go, that they when they meet him and they're like, all we are is just in the wind. <laughs> it's 
Oh, by the way, there's Reddit on that where people like, because actually Socrates is saying something. Yeah. He's saying something, but I was reading Reddit because it's like there's some in-jokes about what it is he's actually saying. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, my God, with the babes. Hey, babes. (laughs) I bring you a message of love. And it's actually so sweet, Abby. Yes. Like the way they talk to the babes. It is actually sweet. And this is back to Keanu Reeves being like it being so sweet and not toxic is that they just say, I bring you a message of love. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have to marry. Like, you know, you shouldn't have to be forced. It's all it's like you shouldn't have to be forced to marry these guys. If you don't want to do this, we'll help you. It's like, I know. It's so sweet. You're like, oh, they are really rescuing the damsels in distress. They are. But I love also just backtrack to the California accent. A triumphant video. <laughs> Delightful. Really, um, uh, can I say yeah, I really like when they're just yeah, sitting go. outside the Circle K with their history books. Yeah. Like I just. Or even just all their books. Yeah. It's like they're genuinely like, trying. You know, they're not yeah. like, screw it, we just want to play music. They're like, oh, dude, we got to pass the history test. Let's come on. And they've got all their books out. And then they're like, oh, we need to get out of here. But they bring all the books with them. And they're just outside the Circle K on the, on the footpath asking random strangers, do you know? <laughs> it's like, just, it's so sweet. It's so fucking sweet. That's, it is. It's so sweet. Yeah. Books. Just going to the library with like a pile of books. Remember that? <laughs> Um, I love how Napoleon is de- 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 depicted as a sore loser, like throughout the film, yes. in little ways. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> Napoleon on the water slide, Sigmund Freud with the corn dog. This is all of them having fun. Socrates calling Freud a geek. Yeah. <laughs> it's like geek. <laughs> Genghis Khan with a baseball. With a base. What is this? I don't know what I've written there. I, I was writing so quickly because it was happening so quickly. I was trying to write everything. But Beethoven's on the organ and Joan of Arc is enjoying aerobics. It's so random. Yes. Yeah. That the ball is hilarious. Um, the more, the, yeah, that whole scene where they all go bits? off out and the, there's two of them. At one point, is it Freud? Is it Freud and, and Socrates that go up? to try to hit on the two girls or something in the mall as well, isn't there? Some weird scene like that. So weird. The whole thing yeah, is just I lo- mad. It's mad. Yeah, what is Genghis Khan doing? He's with a baseball. I it- can't remember. <laughs> Somebody's listening to I this now what- and they know and they're, going, they're freaking out. I don't know what he's done. Podcast. Do you... Do you know that 0.5% of the male population of the entire world has the DNA of Genghis Khan? What? Yeah. That I mean, is... it's all like, it's complicated. I don't, you know, I guess you have to have some understanding of genetics and everything like that. But he was so, like, as a conqueror. Yeah. You know, a lot of his conquering was through, you know, in a sexual sort of way. Right. Because um, all there were all these jokes about him and women and everything like that. And like he was sort of often a thing. But that that was he was such a great conqueror. And, you know, his conquering had to do with also making his genes, like making his seed everywhere in the world as much as possible. So it was also through sex or right. rape or whatever. 
Um, and now, like, people have the mark of so, Genghis Khan. People are still born. People in Mongolia are still born with the mark of Genghis Khan. It's some kind of, like, bluish bruise, which which sort of fades shortly after you're wow. born. And a lot of people are born. And there's even a lot of Jewish people who are from that kind of sort of Uzbekistan or, like, Upper Asia who, you know, have the mark of Genghis Khan. But, yeah, it's, like, spread across the globe in a really crazy way. Um, I've got the scene here and it's he walks into a sports shop and he puts down his club and he picks up a baseball bat instead because he realises it's more streamlined than his club. And he knocks the head off a mannequin through a... Um, and now he's just beating up the mannequin with the baseball bat. <laughs> Which is also like painted gold. So he picks it up and he chews on it with his teeth first to check it. <laughs> if it's gold. Yeah. It's so funny. <gasps> Oh God! Yeah, it's it's uh, like good stuff. It's just goofy and fun and just like look, whatever, you know. Who cares yeah. about what the what the react like? Who cares about a oh is time travel crazy? Like in this movie, I just don't care. We've talked so much about time travel recently. We've done so many time travel movies. It's such a huge science fiction concept, and there's so many different ways of doing it. And sometimes it's just it's not about. Um, trying to save someone or trying to fix something uh, that's gone wrong or trying to prevent something from happening. Sometimes it's just about a fun exploration through history and what would happen if you bring these characters to modern day, what is it, Pasadena? Mm. Fuck it. It's great. I don't know if it's Pasadena. Yeah, I can't remember. No, I I, I can't remember. (laughs) It's the whole point of the movie and I can't remember the place. (laughs) Yeah. Some place uh, in America. <laughs> yeah. Calif- it's California. But no, it's like the end is so cool when they get everybody on the stage and like they lie down on the couch and Sigma Freud psychoanalyzes them. And it actually gets reasonably deep. <laughs> what, it gets I, great. I, my only question about that whole that whole thing, right, is like they're, they're on this adventure. They're getting all the people and then they do the presentation. And I'm like, at what point did you actually talk to these people? Is it like when you were traveling through the wormholes, you were learning and having a conversation and learning about their history? Because <laughs> I... Like by the end of it, they know everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, we missed a paradox. There's a grandfather paradox, which is like the the guitars. Like, where do the guitars come from? He gives them the guitars that they need. Uh, I don't really. Wait, what? George Carlin brings them guitars that they need. Like, so he comes, like, how did they come up with their music and how did they come up? Someone comes from the future and brings them the guitar or brings them their music effectively. And then that's what starts it. So, you know, where did it come from? Where did the guitars come? Ah. Actually, I don't know. Never mind. Uh, I don't (laughs) want to ruin the vibe. I don't care. San Dimas. All right. That's it. San Dimas. San Dimas. San Dimas. Not, Not Pasadena. For anyone who gets upset at that. Okay, well, I think I think it's safe to say that we that we enjoyed this movie and that it's a nice one to end our time travel journey on, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have any final comments? Yeah. I do. I have two. I have two as well. Three. Three, Go actually. On, give me one of yours. Uh, one is I love the father being in the NRA. It's just sort of... Now, now, like, I wouldn't have known what that was back then, but now it's become such a right. topical thing. It was kind of... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I just have that I thought that the the dad like oh my god I just felt ju- like at times I just genuinely felt really bad for Bill because uh, the stepmom like she genuinely seemed to you know be like wanting to help Bill out but the scene with the dad and the stepmom in Bill's room was so oh. gross oh my god I forgot about that so gross oh that was so gross the dad was so fucking gross and then in Bill's room like what are you doing you horny disgusting old man get out of your son's room you fucking gross person (laughs) and it was all very coercive in my mind like uh, and he's like this is happening right now and she's just like okay I have no choice it was ick it was so ick it's the only thing in the movie for me that I was like this is too ick I don't like it yeah. Give me another one. I like where at the end of the movie when they're like, maybe we should start learning how to play. Yes. It's really funny. <laughs> I, that's, oh my God. It's so, it's just like adorable that this whole time they're just like, yeah, we'll just figure it out. And it doesn't matter if we don't know how to play. We're just going to like, because we just love doing this together. And then it's like, oh yeah, okay. If we want to recruit Eddie Bell Halen, then maybe we should learn to play. Come on, guys. Eddie Van Halen. All we need is Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> oh, God. It's so funny. Um, my my other one is the... Uh, it's another... Actually, it is another one that... It, it wasn't really ick, but I was like, what the fuck? The ice cream parlor with Napoleon? The Ziggy Piggy thing? Oh, yeah, that was funny. He was eating his Ziggy Piggy. Yeah, but... Without being really weird. Like, you're a piggy. It's just, that's America. Yeah, I was like, what is that piggy thing? What are they talking about? This is so America. weird. <laughs> what the fuck is America happening? America's so weird. Okay. Yeah, it's like all these stores trying to have this, like, edge and a cool thing and a way to promote and having, like, some if weird... If I walked into an ice cream parlor and they came at me like that, I would be like, get the fuck away from me. And I would walk out and never go near that place again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's America. terrifying. America's weird. All right, go on. What was your last one? Their names are so funny. Bill S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> and then also Ted Theodore, Theodore. <laughs> Logan. I love that Ted Theodore. Like, <laughs> so many good jokes like that. So funny. Oh, they really are excellent. Excellent. All right, then. That's the end of our time travel mini series that was slightly extended. And we've had seven whole time travel episodes, as well as quite a few main time travel episodes. We are time traveled out for the next while, I think. Um, yeah. But uh, thank you for coming on this journey with us. And Frida, be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other.